Hi guys, it's Fana, and welcome to our lair. Hello, welcome back. It's uh, it's been a minute since we've been back uh, to the lair. I mean, not for you, the listeners, but for me, a Fana, it's been a minute since we've kind of returned to the lair. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a hot second. I always forget which uh, <laughs> which number we're on. We're three, I think. Yes. Yes. Episode yes, three. three, which yes. is actually four episodes, which always throws me off. <laughs> You were so hype on the episode zero idea, and then now it just completely screws you over. Um, yeah, because of yeah. Can I? I like the thought of the introduction episode, but I don't know how I felt about it being zero. <laughs> well, I mean, I what we could have called it episode one, but I always hated like, oh yeah, this is episode one of our podcast where we just kind of talk about what we're doing on the podcast. I don't know something about that. But always. that that's kind of what podcasts are, though. It's a conversation anyway. So right, 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 but. Yeah, I don't know. I always I like the episode zero type of type of thing. Ooh, did this tweet get deleted? I was gonna read a tweet to you to start this off, but it got deleted because it was bad. <laughs> well, th- let me. I'm gonna. I'll paraphrase. There was a tweet that I saw this morning that I thought would interest you because of your lack of enthusiasm when it comes to my sports. And uh, sports watching habits. Yeah, it's non-existent. This, what I believe uh, a woman said was she thought it was weird that guys cheer on other men to bring glory to their family instead of actually going out (laughs) and doing it themselves. (laughs) Referencing men watching sports. Which is mostly men. What What are your thoughts on this? I don't have thoughts. No thoughts. <laughs> I'm trying to. For, and by the way, I'm not. I'm not saying glory. That's the term she used. See, my problem is I. I see nothing wrong with men cheering on men. Like right. That's that was the weird part like, of this. I have no. It's you're cheering on your. No, you're not your friends. No, I don't know any of these players. But like, okay, well, one, I have a problem with the whole like men can't cheer men on because men are allowed to have emotions. Like, but also, emotions. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I don't know. Well, it got deleted. I can't believe it got deleted. I'm actually so mad about that. She got. She probably got a lot of flack for it. Oh yes, she did. Well, it was funny because the first two replies I read this morning were um, definitely in her favor, but she was talking like she was a character out of like Game of Thrones because like she was like, bring glory to the household. Like, what are you? Am I not allowed to chill and watch some sports? Is that just something I'm not allowed to do anymore? And I figured somebody who just doesn't understand my enthusiasm for sports sometimes, sometimes I figured there was maybe a slight possibility you would agree with this woman but i like the route you took i this doesn't like it just it doesn't even pertain but it makes me like people who think like 
cosplayers or freaks or weird or mm-hmm. yada yada. It's like you're when you dress up in a jersey with someone's name on it, you're mm-hmm. dressing up as that character. Like, right. <laughs> like you are no different. Like it's. Right. I think it's sports. Funny. It can bring a community together, but I also think sports can be very toxic, but that can be said about any kind of community. Yeah, it's not just sports. Um, but that doesn't <laughs> pertain to our topic today. No, which I know. I, I wanted to we give you a We actually have a, a topic. I wanted to give you a bit of a cold open because I was so curious about this and I wanted to kind of put you on the spot. Did you drop your headphone again? No, the little, um, the little ear buddy thing came off. <laughs> I was like, why is this hurting my ear so much? Quality, uh, high quality production here, folks. I've never had an issue with it until I actually, like, professionally need to use it. All right, that's much better. There you go. (laughs) Why is this hurting? Oh, wait. The (laughs) silicon rubber is not on. The silicon rubber. The silicon insert is not on. Silicon rubber. Silicon rubber. Would you pass me the rubber? Anyway. I want to talk about podcasts. I know you do. Because did you know that there's other podcasts besides ours in this world? Uh, I thought we were the first one. I thought we invented podcasts, honestly. I was, I've been kind of stuck in this, you know, dark end of things that I just kind of assumed that we just kind of invented everything. I thought we invented conversation. My, by the way, my, <laughs> so real quick note on, on just podcasts in general is the, one of my favorite tweets I've ever seen was there was a somebody who said, this is how far like Gen Z and even though I think we're technically Gen Z, I think like, mm, yeah, something like, like, that. like the, the, you know, 2000s babies just don't understand what came before like instant on demand entertainment because there was a tweet, something along the lines. Oh, uh, why can't they just make like, um, a talk like um talk shows that maybe play music, but like twenty four seven. Have you heard of a radio? You know, an industry that's still kicking, actually. Well, and it's funny because when I talk to older people, mm-hmm. the the elderly, the elderly, I they want they have no idea what a podcast is, and I just say it's like a digital radio show, and they that like completely covers it for them. It's uh, honestly just say like, do you know what NPR is? Yeah, that. But in the digital. Well, I'm going back to like um, not the Phantom Menace. What was it called? There was the a Menace. um. <laughs> you just you no just, there. You just annoyed there was, a whole there section was a, of people. No, no, I know. I I knew it was wrong when I said it. I said <laughs> I know it's not blank. There was there was like a mystery radio show. Called, wasn't it called like the Phantom or something? A mystery radio show? Like, yeah. way back then, are we talking? Yeah, yeah. Like, same era uh, of, like, um, like when War of the Worlds came out. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, War of the Worlds like when, was Like, when radio shows, like, we tune in at this time for this I mean, adventure. Yeah. I mean, the only ones, uh, um, the only ones that I really called? know about were, like, Gunsmoke and, um. Yeah, yeah. It started with a D. It was another like mystery, like kind of noir type show. Uh, we did a whole, we did a whole like unit on this in my one college class, in my one like audio class. It was fun. It was uh, uh it wasn't not damsel. Ah, 
Did the Twilight Show Twilight Show? Did the Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone start as a radio show or was that I, always a TV a, show? That's a great question. I can check. Let me check real quick because I'm definitely curious. I mean, I never I never started watching it, honestly, and this is this is gonna make me sound so terrible. Uh I never started watching it until it was like on Netflix. Like and even then I'm still not watching it as much as I would honestly have liked to. Um started but yeah when i when i talk to nah. older people and i say what a podcast oh, there's radio is. work involved with it i'm gonna find what this old radio show is called because now like, I, I just can't gunsmoke gun suspense no i i will find this see and i'm trying to find like that old timey one and i cannot well they're all old well there's, there's a million of them the shadow. A, the shadow oh, the shadow yep that's right. You got it. <laughs> I was close with the Phantom. I, Dra- I was I got, close. I got, I got mine. Dragnet. It was a it was a mystery <laughs> show. We don't we don't know what we're we talking did about. it. We don't know what we're talking about. We didn't prepare, obviously. Which is why we're talking about podcasts. Podcasts, things we do know about and um try to listen to often. Fanta is a much bigger listener to podcasts than I am, simply because her job and her commute allows her to do so. Mine does not. Um, Very true. Because I have to listen to what I'm doing for a living, um, especially now, and uh, so listening to other people talk while I'm trying to hear corporate talking heads talk is not necessarily a good combination for what I do for a living. Well, and I didn't start listening to podcasts until I actually I didn't start listening to podcasts until sophomore year in college. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess that kind of jumps right into it because I remember the first podcast I ever listened to was The Adventure Zone, which is a D&D right. fantasy podcast. And that you continuously obsess over to well, this okay. day. Well, because I had seen fan art for it for years and I I didn't play d and I didn't know anything about it. I Well, I, I knew- You tried. You tried. To play I did D&D. know about it. I did know about D and D. I just was never part of that community, and so I was really not scared, but hesitant to start on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I did, and I fell in love with it. And I remember, <laughs> I remember that it was sophomore year because I remember that I would be sitting on. It was the first year that my roommate and I started living together. And I would just sit on my bed and just listen to it mm-hmm. at all times. Right. And I am actually all caught up with it. Um, the Adventure Zone that people normally think of is the first arc, which is Balance. Right. And I listened to Amnesty and really loved Amnesty. And now we're in graduation and I'm really enjoying graduation. And it's just like, I absolutely 100% believe that Um, I'm trying to remember the arc's name, sorry. Amnesty is one of the best storytelling things, media, mm-hmm. that I had, have ever experienced in forever. Yeah. I adore it so right. much. And especially to think of, um, for people who don't know D&D, there's the DM or GM, which is Game Master, Dungeon Master, who has a storyline, but the players can completely throw that out the window. You can find 10 million different memes of that happening. We, we, I, if I can chime in on a campaign that we were doing over Discord one time with our, uh, our good friend David, um, 
he was running a campaign for the first time, a small one because he wanted to try DMing for the first time, right? So we we did it, it ended abruptly just because time got in the way of everybody. But um, we, we did I think like four or five sessions, maybe maybe a little less than that, and you know pretty long sessions. And we never at any point during those sessions got on the main quest ever. We literally. No. I want. I want to find this meme so bad. There was a meme like, remember the the meme of the 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 the. I don't know what anime it's from. The the guy looking at the butterfly saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah." So yeah. it was. <laughs> there Is was this like the main quest. Yeah, it was literally like uh, a bunch of what was I? A bunch of orcs that are being held captive. Is this the main quest? Even though they were just like a <laughs> side mission, we spent two sessions on that, trying to figure out like how to free them from some like. Overlord yeah, race. It was, I don't yeah. know much about the end just to be transparent. That's why I was so in like in love with this because it was so like for Taz or the Adventure Zone, it was so goofy and ridiculous and like dick jokes all over the place. <laughs> and then it somehow turned into the most heart wrenching, powerful thing. Right. And like I don't know how the DM took the chaos into this beautiful beautiful story yeah. and he made so much amazing uh, music for it too and it's just and like i i love it i love it so much but um that's what really got me in the podcast and i guess i'm gonna kind of continue a little bit because from yeah. starting listening to taz i started listening to um they're called the McElroy families who have been podcasting for years and years and years. And the three, it's three brothers and our dad and the three brothers have done for over 10 years, a advice show podcast where they answer, answer Yahoo questions or Yahoo answer. And Which is um, so awesome because Yahoo answers is one thing of the internet that just refuses to die for whatever reason. Have well, you, it's just, it's so stupid. It's so stu- well. They throw. I honestly think that Yahoo Answers probably has gotten more popular or more traction and hasn't died because they've been doing this for ten years. I also, I that honest one to video, God, believe they are the reason it's still alive. I also believe that a lot of the, the remember that video about uh, asking different ways to say pregnant was going around. Pregante. Yeah. Ooh, unget pregante. Like yeah. there was that video went viral as. <laughs> We yeah. had a good time with that video. <laughs> well, and it's just like, uh, no, I just, I love, it's just, it's funny. That comes out, I think, every week. And I try to stay up to date on that, but. I love I when you they, fall they, behind on any of these two podcasts because you always text me like, okay, I have like five episodes I got to binge like today. Like today, because like the new arc is about to come out like tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah, I got to yeah. binge them all yeah, yeah. today. You literally spent whole days just binging. Well, I, I spent many days just binging, but that's, that's I, true. I just, I, I really enjoy them. And it's funny because I actually, mm. enjoy, I know, I don't know if this is normal, but I, oops, sorry. <laughs> I enjoy, stop. You love to I make enjoy- my job just so much harder, don't you? Keep it in. <laughs> I really enjoyed the live show recorded episodes mm. more than the like them in their studios 
talking like the normal shows i prefer yeah. listening to the live shows because i think the audience interaction is so much more fun yeah. and they always like would pull audience members to ask questions mm. and i loved that and it was always so hilarious and we actually had tickets to see a live we show we had tickets oh we had tickets <laughs> and COVID happened right and i, I think from what screwed. i can tell from like following them in like the three or four years that I've been following them, they had not come to the East Coast. And then they did. You should have seen the week <gasps> leading up to this once the dates got released. Fana finds them and I get I don't even remember if it was like a call or like a text. You're just kinda like, babe, they're coming. <laughs> they're they're gonna be on the We're East Coast. Going. Do you wanna go? Do you wanna go? Yeah, you really didn't give me much of an option. You acted like you were no, giving me you an were option. Going, I you know. I was going and you can maybe tag along. Yeah. I don't I don't hate him. I just don't listen to this podcast. No, I listened listen to like to the him. first arc, like the like the first like f- four episodes of the first arc and just kind of fell off. And, but see, that's not that's not the good part. It's because yeah. that's the dick yeah, joke. You know part. What else, the good you know part what? is the later part. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna attack a whole other fan base real quick. Um that's this is what people <sighs> say about the office. They keep telling me, Ugh. Oh, you gotta get past the first like no. season. I'm like, what what? What? Like I no. like I understand that that happens, but it's like when I'm just like, okay, this I, I'm I like Dragon Mirror at times, but I just didn't like theirs. And it was like, you gotta get past the first season. I'm like, well, what's the point? I'll just skip to season two then. But and then I'm like, no, there's story elements that you gotta follow through. I'm like, oh god. But that's gonna be so boring. Like, I don't know. Anyway, but so I just I just got today my refund from the ticket supply. Those uh, those tickets weren't uh weren't cheap either. I know I paid for yours. Yeah, I know you paid for mine because back then I was broke. I'm still kind of broke, but yeah, I'm less broke. Plus, than I plus, was. I was so I I was okay with like it wasn't right. even a gift for you. I just no. wanted you to come with me. Yeah, but, I was actually um, excited too. I, I know I would have had a good time. I I just like uh, live shows. Period. Like that's like my element. So well, being there would have been I, fun. <laughs> I'm cool sharing this because I know it's not going to happen. Like I always <laughs> said that I I never wanted a public proposal. But, like, it's so funny because I was like, I don't want a public proposal. I don't like the whole Jumbotron type thing, like, makes me bleh. The only way I would ever want any kind of public proposal it was if, like, we went to a live show and, like, you had coordinated with them in some way. And, Just like, check you it came up the for the audience. You're so yeah, confident you- that it's not going to happen. <laughs> even though like, the show is going to be rescheduled and they even- said this already. No, they did say it was going to be rescheduled, and That's then for months and months and months, and then they're like, "You're getting your ticket money back." Anyway, yeah, you, you you coming up for an audience question, and then the question was, "Would you marry me?" And that was like so out there and so crazy. And I I I did not think that was going to happen last April. I I mean, to you're funny. Not put you're that funny. pressure on you, but I was a little, like, a little late there, honey. <laughs> oh, I just uh, that yeah. That would be the only way I would ever want any kind of public proposal. It's like I don't even want it to be in front of our families. Like that's how like not public I want it to be type thing. Yeah, you're nuts. I mean, I I understand to a degree, and you know I'm not gonna get into what my wedding plans are or my proposal plans are, but uh, oh, I won't listen. I'll take. I'll go throw the nub off my earbud away the again. Nub? Like the nub. The nub. That's what the you're silicon, calling that. The the, the silicon ear insert your i don't even is there an official name for that thing there is but it's i'm just forgetting what it is it's a bud 
Oh, bud and nub. Like, oh, they're so different. <laughs> nub sounds weird. Like, you just there, there's a weird connotation to that word for some reason that just oh, gives yeah? me the Is skeevies. It? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <sighs> I, well, I do want to latch on to your live aspect real quick because that's definitely um, one of the podcasts I listen to. And you'll hear two of these podcasts are coming from the same exact place. Um, I've made no secret, and especially since I'm wearing my ruby crow hat today, um, that I'm a big Rooster Teeth fan. Um, trying to turn fan into that, but I don't think I'm going to win I'm a battle. ruby fan. I'm not a Rooster Teeth fan. Yeah, no, I've been a Rooster Teeth fan, Achievement Hunter fan since... Jeez, 2012, probably. Um, first member, all that. It's like the one big thing that I'm actually able to support, and they give me just so much content but they have they have two podcasts they have the rooster teeth podcast and they have the off topic podcast which i listen to frequently enough um so one of the things that off topic has done um they do it on their set that they have in austin texas as well as um during the live shows um a recurring character has begun has become literally the producer of the show like the producer show is is now a recurring like voice of God character that comes in on certain <laughs> okay. things. Um, the main reason why he started coming in is that they would sing songs or hum songs. And if you know anything about the YouTube copyright system, it's kind of a no, no. So yeah. a lot of times he'll just kind of come in over the PA like, no, stop, stop singing <laughs> like right now. But then it, it developed into like, and you know, they have to pay bills. So they have to do ad reads and stuff like that. So uh, he has to make sure the ad read is good. So, um, there was, but the live section makes it even better. So they have their annual convention RTX. And I think it was last year. There was this one episode, uh, the guy who usually does the ad reads is like, you know what? I'm going to let, uh, Jeff here, uh, do the ad read. And he is not great on the ad reads. And all you hear is the, uh, the directors be like, no, stop. No, please just, please just get through this, please. And the, the, Adri was in an email. So what he proceeded to do was then read the subject line, like forward <laughs> something, something ad read. Hey, made a few changes. One of his, he's reading this to like a live crowd and the crowd just absolutely losing their minds. And you know, I say like, Oh God, stop. Just, just stop. Just read the thing and get this over. And he, he, he let it go and, and did this ad read for like five minutes straight. Ad reads are usually like 30 to 60 seconds. If that, but, it's the, for some reason the crowd just losing their their crap at this. I was I was in tears laughing at this when it was happening when I was watching it live. It was, well, it was absurd. I've always heard people say that like companies a lot of times would rather you put your own spit on the ad reads rather than read them verbatim because then they're they're more personal. Like yeah. in I don't even think I even said what the podcast was. My brother, my brother and me, or my bim yeah. bam. I think they just barely glance at the ad read and then burn it while it flies out the window because a lot of times it's just like such a crap shoot like they get the point across but like i'm like i don't know if you guys are actually selling this to me yeah i like times they're not uh like it's chaos and then they'll like slip in a line of the dial pre-written dialogue and then it's chaos again i'm like mm. yeah <laughs> i i don't know the ad, ad reads become like their own skit for a lot uh -huh. of the podcasts that yeah. I listen to for, for some reason, like you're supposed to be selling me this like video game or something and it's just not happening. Let me see if I can find, I want to see if I can find a clip real quick, but like I, I do enjoy, I like, I love the podcast just by itself and it's a lot of like improv stuff. Like they talk about the main topics, are, like video games, entertainment, pop culture, 
typical stuff. But they're, they're they're freaking nerds, all of them. Um, so yeah. it's a lot of video game talk, but they're all comedians and performers at the same time. So they always. But what I also like something about the Off Topic podcast that happens a lot too is, um, they kind of at times kind of dive deep in some behind the scenes stuff that happens, like mm, conversations okay. that they had like before, like before recording a video, and how they've gotten mad at each other about certain things, like stuff little tidbits that I could pick up in their creative process is always fun to me. So when that type of stuff happens, I'm just, I'm, I'm I, Oh, I lose my mind. at it. I'll, I'll watch that, those bits over and over and over again, because I like hearing the behind the camera type of stuff, especially for something like that. Like they go in and they turn out video after video after video every single day. Like, so they create so much content. So hearing the little in between stuff that happens or the discussions that go into all of those videos, even though it kind of feels like it's just kind of assembly line stuff. Is, is so interesting to me well and i really like podcasts that or any kind of media and i think the first one that i really noticed that did it was it's not a podcast but good mythical yeah. morning where like you could hear the staff or the crew giggling and stuff in the background kind of like how you said you like the producer was the voice of god like yeah i by the way is his name yeah i really enjoy like hearing the cast or the, i mean the crew I, I enjoy hearing the crew in the background yes either not even making like snide comments just kind of like giggling or like yeah. just being around like enjoying their job there's a uh <laughs> small political thing there's there's no, a no there, I'm, no. Not, I'm not i'm not no. i'm not we're good no no opinions just factual stuff no. so john that's what they all say Years ago, John Stewart was on Fox News, and if you're at all familiar with the uh, political space, that's uh, kind of like being uh, invited to like a lion's den for him because they're just enemies on so many levels. But the thing is, he's so funny, right? So he's talking with this host, and they're having a debate, but he's inserting jokes in there. And the camera people and not the camera operators, the directors, the producers, audio engineers, they couldn't help. They were laughing the entire time. And I'm sitting there like, you're all getting fired after this. Like, there's just, <laughs> but for some reason, it made that whole debate just so much more entertaining to listen to. Well, it makes it more human. It makes it, it does. less, like, like the ad read thing, like it makes it more genuine in them. And it's yeah. not like, I'd much rather have like cameramen giggling and having fun rather than like scripted teleprompter jokes type thing. Right, right. Or a laugh track. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, laugh tracks. That's a whole debate in of itself, I feel like. By the way, the the I think the uh episode that I was referring to with the ad read was from off topic one seventy four. Yeah, that's what it was. So it was a live one. It was just last year. So very good episode. I highly recommend. So I got I had to find that because I can't remember what the episode number was, but yeah, I like the live aspect. I would definitely attend a podcast live type thing. Um, some I would. I don't. Some some I don't think I would enjoy the atmosphere. I think I think though, it depends on how much they interact with the audience. And and I mean a lot of the ones I listen to for the live show they do. Um, they definitely interact with the audience. I also think like especially for like the Rooster Teeth, the how how insane that community is like just the people being there and being in that crowd of just because if you're going rtx you're probably a diehard right like you're probably a diehard yeah. fan. just seeing the people up on stage i think is enough to kind of create a really cool entertaining atmosphere for like an hour or two honestly that's what i feel anyway. yeah that's so, how you feel 
That's how I feel. That's my opinion. That's how I feel. That's, that's how I feel. I mean, I've never been to RTX. We will one day. You're going. Um, mm. So after my Mabim Bam live show. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna have to fly for RT. We have to fly for RTX because we probably have to head to Austin, Texas. So mm. that'll happen. That'll be uh, that'll be the Gremlins Lair's first uh, first vlog that we post. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By that time, we'll have a plushie of Grumble. That will pin to our shoulders. We, gotta, we really got to figure out this plushy thing. I don't. I, I. I'm at the point where I don't even want to wait until we get the following. I just want the the plushy now. Like, I think it just needs do, to exist. They may. They. There are companies that will make a plushy based off of drawing. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's not. It was. It was never like impossible. I'm just saying like, you know, usually, you know, for a, an up and coming podcast like ours. You you typically wait until you have a following before you start making those things and selling those <laughs> things. Making merch, yeah. Point, but at this point, I'm selfish and want one of these. So like, you know, for my own side, I gotta put it like in my 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 shelf somewhere behind Your shrine. Me. Like, you know what? I should move the punching bag that I have here and still have it located somewhere that I can still hit it when I'm annoyed at a client. Uh, but I should just sit him right here. Them, sorry. <laughs> So I think Grumble will live right here once I get the uh, get the plushie. Once you get That's a hold of them. That's what I think. Anyway. Once I get- <laughs> we are bad with these pronouns. <laughs> you you just scolded me and then just <laughs> you deserved every bit of that. It was that. your fault. It was you your fault. You deserved every bit of that. <laughs> All right, I'm changing to a new. Go button. for it. Go go. Um, go go talk about your podcast. Are you ready to rant yet? Because I know you have yeah, I've been ranting. You're you're saving up, I know. Well, because I have a list. I have my list right here. Yeah, because it. I think it goes into the whole like cameramen, producers chatting is a lot of YouTube cameramen, camera people, camera eye, like our YouTube podcasts, which I do listen to quite a few. Mm. Um. I listen to Simply Pod Logical, which is Ben and Christine from Simply Nail Logical, which it was funny. They would have like mom and dad logical segments during her normal videos. And what I can tell is people enjoyed that so much that Mm. they wanted a whole podcast of just the two of them talking, Mm. which I usually do enjoy that one quite a bit. Mm. Um, Sometimes they get a little... Not preachy. Preachy's not the right word. But sometimes I'm like, I don't need to listen to this one. It's not as fun anymore. Right. Um, too, too little too talky. A little, talk a little too talky. They they've been together for I think nine year nine years. They've been together for a long time. I think they're both in their early thirties. Like mm. I respect them a lot because they both have full time jobs and are extremely popular YouTubers. In addition to that, and she owns like a nail brand, a nail polish brand now. And like, I have a lot of respect for them, a lot. You you hit you hit on this a lot because they're. I almost think they're definitely in a position where they could jump ship to oh they've said content before creators, but they don't. They are, but that's the thing. They are full time content creators. For years, she posted a video every Saturday, which is. Well, I mean, I I mean, full time. I guess in having. 
I should paraphrase. Full-time can mean a million things. You're working on one project for X amount of time or you're working on, you know, multiple videos per week type thing. I guess when I could, when I think of full-time content creator, I usually think of somebody who's releasing content on a on a very consistent and very uh, frequent level. Like not just one a week, but I guess it, it can vary. Full-time doesn't yeah, have to I, mean- Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. But like I, I am not well, a full-time content creator. To me, full-time content creator means that you can make a living off of YouTube. Yes, I, I know that's what the technical term is. I'm just saying like mo- in, in, for most of the full-time content creators I follow, a lot of them release more videos, free, uh, release videos more frequently than others just by default. Which to me, I kind of hate and don't like watching YouTubers it depends. like that. It, de- it depends. It really depends. The quality can certainly suffer from the quantity that that's happened. Know, it's just... That's what happened with uh, what, uh, Throwback for all the people who are OG YouTube watchers All with uh, Ray William Johnson's Equals 3 show. Like, he just did it for so long. Like, so long. Twice a week. That it just, that people got tired. Yeah. And it just fell off completely. Yeah, I just, I personally cannot watch that kind of... Like, I, I, I totally understand the work ethic behind it. Like, I can't imagine the work ethic behind it, yeah. but I personally don't like consuming that kind of content because I'm also one of those people who, if I, I don't follow that many people on social media, on YouTube, but when I follow them, I try to watch their videos. Like, so right. I try to consume all of their content. Right. So I don't like pick and choose, like, da, da, da. So... I try to only follow people who I consistently like their stuff. Right. So if someone's spamming one to two videos every single day, I just, I can't do it. But that just might be my version of partaking in media. And see, I've been, I've been so used to having so many videos every single day on my subscription feed. Like, you know, it used to be like, you know, I knew what would come out when each week and then would plan to watch mm. those accordingly. Okay. So okay. now, so now the TV more- show. It's a lot more of a mishmash now, but back then it's it's kind of what I had kind of going. Like when I was in the in my days when I was in the 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 Call of Duty community and was you know doing stuff in that, you would follow so many different groups of uh, you know clans and and stuff like that. So you would your sub box would just be constantly that type of content every single day, and that's what I would consume yeah. every no, no, single no, no, no. day. I would watch other people. But you almost, I mean, I almost watched it almost as a competitive standpoint, but also as a, <laughs> this is what's going on in the community. So you kind of have to keep okay. tabs on it. So see, and I don't watch a lot of news or media type update things. I watch like artists. I watch a lot of. Are you like, saying that current event content creators are not artists? <sighs> no, no, no. Like art, like actual artists, like actual, like like owning a studio and i'm watching their like package with me vlogs like that kind of artist <laughs> you were digging yourself the biggest hole by saying actual artist you did not no yourself. okay <laughs> you know what i mean yes i can well i can i can pretend that i don't and just make you the bad a guy visual here. artist if you will does that help just an artist <laughs> just say an it's another artist. content creator it's just an artist just i prefer these types of content creators who uh make original artworks that's all you had to say. <laughs> but an original artwork could be a composing of music. I, this it? podcast is an original artwork. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yikes. Physical. Fanta doesn't respect a lot of your art, guys. 
that's not true. Please <laughs> do not say that. <laughs> but <laughs> she recognizes art. I'm just trying to mess with her. Yes, you're but, succeeding. Uh, oh, uh, and she's mad at me now. Look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> it will pass in a couple of it, years. It, it'll pass. Continue talking. Anyway, so simply pod logical. Um, this is actual controversy, I guess. So, the Try Guys, I do like most of their content. Um, I don't listen to their podcast because I find them a little overwhelming at times. Um, but I watched Over- the Try Wives. Way? They're it's too much. Like their personalities mm-hmm. are too much. Um, <laughs> good morning, you. T- you hate? Do you hate those types of intros? Usually, hate- yeah. But I don't know what you're referencing right now. Uh, that's that was Jake Paul. Every single vlog that he uh, did. Don't I don't don't <laughs> no stop. So I don't listen to the Tripod. I do listen to the Tri Wives, which is their significant others podcast. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that. That's called You Can Sit With Us, I think. I like that. And then the one of the Tri Guides, Ned and his wife Ariel, started one called Baby Steps, which yeah. is she's eight months pregnant. They have a toddler talking mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff. But the thing is, I still don't really like Ned in it. I listen more for her because he'll make a really ridiculous. So you don't like the try guys. You like the try. I do. No, I like the try guys. That's the thing. I do like the try guys. But you're hating. I just. <laughs> I'm not hating on it. I like. I like their conversations, but I don't think I would like just the try guys talking more because I feel. Ooh, I just got really bad static. Ooh, that hurt. Um. Technical difficulty. Sorry, everybody. I don't know. I feel like I need to restart this because I it does sound like I hate the Try Guys and I don't. No, you don't. You're you're fine. Keep going. But I don't know. I just I really enjoy the spouses and maybe it's because I see so much of the Try Guys that I don't want to listen to a podcast with them. You want a breath more. of fresh I, air. So well, I go guess. to the women. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to know more about the wives. I don't want to yeah. know about the like ridiculous stunts that the the guys do as fun as they are. I would rather listen. I, what did they just talk about? I don't know. I literally just listened to an episode. <laughs> I want to, while you're thinking about that, I want to sh- share a podcast I don't listen to as often as I feel like I should because it's definitely something that I feel like I'd be interested in. So, similar to the Tri Wives, there is the Real Housewives of Twitch, which oh, I God. mentioned to you before. No. Uh, it's the significant others of some of the biggest Twitch streamers and video game players. Uh, out there and they apparently have a pretty consistent podcast there a lot of them are twitch streamers themselves so okay but they just so happen to be the significant others of bigger twitch streamers so xqc and shroud two of the biggest streamers i just feel like that's an awesome dynamic that i never really even thought about like because like i said a lot of them stream by yeah you're no you're not gonna be you're not going to be i think like Mizkiff and and Tyler One for anybody if that rings a bell for anybody like a lot of the big 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 like over the top streamers apparently their singulars have a consistent uh podcast now they do which I think is fun sounds like a cool idea so that's one to kind of mention that because that's kind of what that that podcast reminds me of the Triwives podcast so I don't know are you done talking just... about the Triwives or did you think about... I guess yeah 
I don't know. And then I guess my last YouTuber one is not even around anymore, which is Sierra Unfiltered, which Sierra. was Sierra Schultze. I don't know her. And, huh? I don't know her for some reason. Should I know who she is? She's the one with the PCOS. She's pregnant now. That's right. That's right. Yes, yeah, she's pregnant. That's right. It's, um, I keep and I just, I, I connect a lot with her. Um, like also having PCOS and also being plus size and mm. being a Christian. And I just really, really enjoy her content. Um, she had a podcast, which I think it's her childhood best friend and also her producer, Skylar. But Skylar decided, I think about a year ago, to completely go off of social media because mm -hmm. she just had her baby. And I think the reason was she didn't really want to raise her child in a world that was going to scrutinize them because they were pseudo famous, sure. like pseudo internet famous. So she completely like put her Instagram on private and she stopped the podcast. And I think Sierra said at one point that like it might come back in some form, but it, that hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. But I did really enjoy that content as well. And that's my last of YouTuber. <laughs> YouTuber podcast. Right, which like <laughs> I enjoy, but then also it's like your podcast is successful because you have a successful platform. Sure, sure. Well, and I, I know that the only reason that the Gremlin Relayer is doing as well as it's doing is probably because of my little following joining us yeah. too. And, you know, which, supportive friends and family that we have too. Right, right. And maybe some random other like, hi, like. Yeah, no, we've, we're working on the more organic growth. I mean, the, the problem with podcasts is that it's hard. It's so hard to grow them organically. It's mm -hmm. so hard. I mean, I'm trying to do it with, with BLB, uh, Big League Breakdowns that I'm doing with my buddy Tyler. Like, we, we've done podcasts for two years, me and him, but trying to get the people that we actually want uh, um, to see the show, like your audience typically probably wouldn't be interested in what we're talking about because it's sports related but like trying to get that show on the right eyes is kind of a hard thing so you kind of have to rely on your circle as much as possible and just kind of hope you create a viral moment i mean long form content especially when tiktok is the most dominant platform of social media and video content right now is really hard to sell you know what drove yeah. me nuts the other day so my my sister um big tiktok watcher right i'm i'm not so and you know, you don't have to be a gamer to know that Among Us is big right now. Like, very fun uh, yeah. game, very simple. You know, I, I, a lot, there's so much Among Us content. So, she was showing me this guy who made it's a like the new Undertale, but there's like no lore to it. No, there's none. But it, it from an independent developer standpoint, it's a great story because that game is actually like three or four years old and was on Steam for a while and was averaging like ten uh, players at a time. And then, okay. like, one entertainer picked it up, and then everybody else followed, and now it has millions. Right. Like, so it's funny how that works. But what drove me nuts was that she was showing me a TikTok of somebody playing Among Us, which is fine. But it was the fact that it was a series of, like, 12 TikToks of this story broken up, or this game of mm, Among Us broken yeah. up with the 12 TikToks. That's fine. And... They're getting the views. I know they're getting the views. I'm forgetting the creator's name, so pardon me for that. But like, they're getting the views on it. But I'm sitting there like, what happened to uploading this to like YouTube or something like that, where this type of content's kind of supposed to live? Right. You know what I mean? It's just it's so weird how like everybody is so used to watching things in segments. 
now. It's so weird. Like I just, I, I can't get behind that. If I want to watch that long video, give me a YouTube link, man. Like, why are we doing this? But uh, sorry, more, I want a bit of a tangent, but more of the story, like long form type content, especially podcasts. Ours is about an hour and change a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. I've done two hour podcasts before. They're Which hard to me sells. is too long. Yeah. They're hard sells. Well, we had a lot to talk about. It was a more news related podcast. So we had a right. variety of topics to discuss. You and me usually pick one or we just kind of chat for like an hour. And I think we feel that's sufficient time to, you know, keep the quality of the conversation while not dragging it on for ever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's, it, it's, so I guess my whole point about it was like, it seemed, I find a lot of podcasts from YouTubers and other content creators because a lot of the time they grow their audience first and it's like, okay, now I'm going to do podcasting because they know they have an audience already. So it's a lot easier to get sponsors quickly, to get yep. the funding quickly, to produce these things. Like trying to start a podcast and grow it is going to take a long time. I was telling you about the Reddit post that was being featured on the, here's another podcast, Tiny Meat Gang podcast for anybody familiar with the YouTube space, Cody Co and Noel Miller. Um, they talk about, um, sorry, I had to check my door. Um, they were, they go through like the r slash relationships subreddit sometimes, which can get pretty toxic, but there was one about how this woman, uh, was living with her SO and he was considering dropping out of law school to be a full-time podcaster <laughs> given the podcast that they have has no following or bar- has barely a following, right? Like definitely not enough to support them. So, and there was a lot of other things going into it. It was funny how they were treating it when they were talking about it on the show. Cause like, yeah, how dare she not support my man's dreams and stuff like that. But then they're, you could tell they're kind of like, yeah, dude, stop. Yeah. You gotta, you cannot drop all your stuff for that type of thing. Well, so. it's, it's part of that. Like, do I go for my dreams and I work towards my dreams mm-hmm. or do I stay in a job that I hate? It's like, well, you do both. You, you stay in the job that you hate. So that you get money and you can support yourself because what's going to happen if your business fails because you didn't put yeah. the backing behind it because then you're right back at your job that you hate. It's like there's a balance of I I don't know if someone should completely quit. And right. like uh, there are people who succeed. Yeah. There are. But I'm more of the go the more strategic, safer route. I think it's, I think it depends. I mean, there's, there's a million different types of situations you can find yourself in. And, you know, I look at, um, somebody I've been obsessed with lately. Uh, well, the whole world's been obsessed with lately. And I've been talking to Fanta about it was Corp's husband. He did mm-hmm. a Q and a that I found like a year or two years ago or something like that. He did like, like an hour and a half long, like Q and a type thing. I listened to it while I was on a job, like just kind of driving around something he said and he he had a, he had a really tough upbringing and and everything like that but something he kept saying was like um he was making content basically to survive because as he was kind of going through a lot of the stuff that he was going through um the motivation was i can make, you know he got a following quickly he was able to kind of capitalize on it but he knew that that was his only lifeline so that's why he keeps doing what he's doing so there's those types of situations too that exist but if you're going to school or going to like law school, like unless you can f- mathematically, financially, sanely make a right decision, like something you're making is blowing up and you can capitalize on that for a good while, like a few years. Yeah. You can make those types of decisions, but I feel like I, I agree with you that 
get as stable as possible with it. Like I know content creation of itself is not really stable, but you know, it's definitely something you got to look into. I mean, look what I'm doing. Like I'm trying to, I would love to live full time off my own content, but that's not going to happen for a while. Right. Unless you guys subscribe to the podcast, that's one step closer. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's it's hard knock life by I don't know but sorry I got a, that a quick thing on the door but like um I, I do want to transition to a whole nother podcast realm of things since you we mentioned a lot of like YouTube like content creator uh podcast stuff um a lot of what I mentioned was kind of like improv stuff and, and kind of just discussion type stuff. But um, there's a couple ones. There's one you and I both like um, from our dear friend, Philip DeFranco, um, where he does a conversation with. And um, and I also listen to a few other talk show type things like the Courage and HHO where they review a kind of lot. Of, like they have the discussions with people. And the big one that has made the rounds and is the Joe Rogan experience. Like that podcast now has like an exclusive deal. But this is all like nonfiction talk show types are very different from what you listen to. This is what I listen to most of the time. So like is is a conversation with like the only like nonfiction news related kind of show that you listen to a lot well, of the time? I mean, it depends on what you like for. Because you mentioned a lot news. of like storytelling podcast type stuff. Like it's all like because a lot well, of well, actually can be- looking at a lot, most of the ones I've talked to about. Mm. Only the Adventure Zone was a true non-fiction like fiction po- podcast. True. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the rest are just talking. I mean, I I have a couple true true fiction, mm-hmm. but um, no, I'd say most of the ones. But you but you typically don't like, I guess, news related type discussions. No, right? like I don't. You, I don't. No, I like don't. Like you, want you the still news kind ones. of fall in the realm of like artistic discussion and creative discussion. Yeah. is that is that fair to say? I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be educated. I want to be entertained. <laughs> That's fair. And I might be wrong, but it's just. I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a right or wrong there. I think it's a preference. Like, you know, a lot of people listen to podcasts to learn things. A lot of people listen to podcasts to be entertained. It really depends on what you're, I guess, in the mood for or what you're into. Uh, <laughs> I guess the only one where I want to be educated is lore, which is dark history. But, but that's like, still kind of like. It, but it, it's it's folklore, so like that's that I love folklore because it's like technically a lot of folklore because I'm a librarian is in nonfiction mm-hmm. because it is history of tales, it's histories of stories, like that kind of stuff. Like even mythology is actually in the nonfiction section. I feel like I have to be like in the I don't know for some reason like even though like I enjoy like a I I don't read into mythology as much as like you do. I mean I. I barely mm-hmm. read books, but like, so I guess it's like, I'm just, I like the kind of on the spot type improv kind of content compared to the more organized stuff. The only one I will mention, like fiction related that I definitely enjoy for a while, but don't listen to nearly as frequently as I used to was Welcome to Night Vale, which you, That's you on showed my list, me, yeah. which was, it is just, it, it, I, I like this one just because of how unique it was a radio mm-hmm. show about a fictional town where everything just is weird and no one mm-hmm. bats an eye at it type of nonsense. And I think and the radio host there, dies like 30 times. Well, apparently there is a storyline there. I just haven't gotten far enough into it to find the story. Like I know about the storylines from like the fan art and stuff, but I don't, I haven't yeah. listened to it far enough into it to know, 
to see how it all ties together. Mm. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, that that's the only like fiction fiction one. Let's do every every other one is like content creators or people I respect in business or anything like that. Just talking to other people or just having discussions about anything. Honestly, a lot of creative processes type deal. Like the other podcast I really have, you know, I. Uh, the Courage and Age Hot Show, which is like just like a talk show where two of my favorite content creators talk to other content creators. They did one with Mr. Beast a while ago that I thought was really cool because it kind of mm-hmm. peeled back on Mr. Beast from a personal standpoint, which is really cool to hear. He, and what it confirmed for me, which is what kind of everybody already kind of knows, is that Mr. Beast really is the most wholesome guy ever. Yeah. And all, all the dude wants to do is just do YouTube and be nice to people. That's literally like his yeah. whole existence, which and is. And give just, everything away. Right. And just give money away. So, you know, if you're well, if, even if you're not interested to the two hosts, Courage and Nate Shy, who come from the gaming space, you you know, hearing them talk to Mr. Beast and how smart he is, how nice he is, how creative he is, is, is definitely interesting to listen to. Highly, highly recommend, even if you don't get into the full podcast, just that episode is so well, good. And I think part of like it, interviewee type podcasts, it's not a podcast, but I sometimes listen to Anthony Padilla as a podcast oh, his uh his um uh, um the the world of blank or i thought it was like i spend a day with whatever he does i think that's more of yeah i spend a day with blank and then the introduction is can you tell me about the it used to be wondrous world and i think he oh might the have, wondrous world of like faceless it's, youtubers it's, the wondrous world it's of like, not it's not wondrous anymore it's just the world oh, okay. probably because he's starting like his most recent video was about um human trafficking survivors. Sheesh. So I think that's why he took the Wanderers out because he real I think people started realizing how much more and more serious his his interviewees were. Oh yeah. Um well, and I I'll listen is that I don't know that doesn't fit into like podcasts, but I will sometimes listen to it as if it was a podcast by just It's like, long form content. You can turn yeah. that stuff into into podcasts pretty easily. But like he, you showed me, Anthony Padilla has done so well since he left Smosh. I've actually been shocked at that. Not no, not anything never, against him. I but, was never into Smosh, but like the, ever since he started doing this interview series, I was like, "Who is this man? I love him. I will, yeah, he's me." I, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I will die for him." <laughs> but but you showed me the one the one thing that really really respected like from the series ones that he does the one i really respect to him is the one you showed me when uh he was uh, talking with people who had uh multiple personalities oh did right and the one the the best moment of it there's there's a point where um one of the women he's talking to completely transitions in the middle of him asking a question and the personality she changes into is from like a a little like a a little kid like Mm, a little shy kid but he handled it so well like i don't know you know and maybe this is coming from a place of ignorance but i'll be honest about i don't know right. how i would have reacted in that situation like if i was the interview you know interviewer or if i was just in that type of discussion with a person but he kind of i i don't either he educated himself or he just kind of knew like he mm-hmm. just he's like okay take your time like you know whatever what do you what do you need kind of thing because it was obvious that this other personality was very uncomfortable with where they were at and very young right and very young like i, it was, yeah. I think it was like a five-year-old i think is what it was I, I and think. I think it I think it even in like even in the interview, the um I'm sorry if I use the wrong terminology. The host is not the right word. Um the main personality was saying that 
how littles get taken advantage of because they it's they don't know it is a five year old in a twenty something year old's body like yeah. and that same like you teach little kids not to tell strangers your names and stuff like right. so like they didn't say what the little's name was on screen because usually in that when it, when she shifted they would say this is blank. But for the little, like, the name was redacted because, yeah. like, she talked about how dangerous that is. And I, he respected that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, I, again, it I don't think I. It was a good I've, moment to really show yeah. his true kind of character. Like, that, yes. that, that any interviewer, I feel like, str- would struggle with those types yeah. of interviews. Like, you know, that's not your typical, I'm just going to talk to this person and ask their opinion. This is somebody with a. Very, I, I, I guess medical condition is the right way to phrase it, right? I mean, I'm like not something. Sure, yeah. I, I don't know. And regardless, I'm sorry if I offend, but you know, something that has a, a condition that um alters right in front of them, like it just it constantly changes, and the interviewer then has to kind of adapt on the fly to one make the person feel comfortable, whoever it is at that whatever point in time, and is gonna have to probably change their questions up. Like the, everything goes mm-hmm. out the window. It seemed like so quick. And he talked to multiple uh, people with uh, this condition and all the people that are associated within that one body. It like it, he handled it, them all just so perfectly. Like you couldn't have asked for a better interviewer right. in those circumstances. And it's funny seeing how much more serious they're getting. And like I've even seen like I thought he was great with the interviewees at the beginning. But like as he's even matured i was like i thought you were good at the beginning but i even see how much he's matured now and the the tastefulness that he has he handles himself in these situations i don't i don't know if i could do in in the moment like that but i was thinking about him earlier because um well i think that's how we started this whole tangent was he interviewed mr beast and he interviewed um he interviewed like super successful YouTubers, which were like Mr. Beast and uh, PewDiePie oh, and like that kind of stuff. Ryan Higgins. But he also he did a faceless YouTuber one with Corpse Husband. Yeah, Corpse, and it was Swagger Soul. I love Swagger Souls. And um, Swagger Souls. <laughs> There's a guy with Husband a night mask. The, yeah, that's 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 Swagger Souls. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, he's he's belongs with the uh, the Misfits group. He's he's hilarious. I just see I the love- only one I know it was Corpse, and that was only because. He plays with Mr. Beast in the gaming channel sometimes. That's the only reason I knew. Because that's the only gaming YouTuber that I like kind of keep up with is Jacksepticeye. That's like the only yeah. one. Yeah. He, 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 Jacksepticeye was the one who introduced Corpse to kind of everybody. That's kind of why he's right, been blown right. up lately. Like, he, he, you, he's so proud of himself whenever he introduces some. Yeah, I remember Corpse you showing too. me that video. He's, he's so funny. He's just like, yeah, watch this. <laughs> Right. Well, but also Jacksepticeye is one of those YouTubers that produces so much content that I can't yep. keep up. So every so I'll like pop in whenever he hits a new like million subscriber milestone. Like a milestone. I, yeah. I'll pop in or if I'm like interested in a video game, I'll like see he'll be he will be the first playthrough person that I'll see if they he has a video series on. You want to talk about game. how you, yeah, you cheated in your one uh, video game class? Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. So you owe Jack I felt, guy that A. <clears throat> so <laughs> I, it wasn't him who did it all the time. I <laughs> have found that I enjoy like D and love listening to the Adventure Zone. I tried playing two different campaigns for D and just wasn't. I couldn't get into it myself. That's like video games. I 
much prefer watching someone play a video game. I would be, I would rather sit on the couch with someone and watch them play a video game than play it myself. So, I should date a gamer, game class, by the way. Gamer. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't gone. know. Are you doing it? Are you a career gamer? I'm no, no. You, I'm gone. That's it. Are you an actual artist? I am an artist. I'm an artist of <laughs> murdering people in Rocket League. Yeah. Okay. Diamond but, one, baby. No. Okay. So Bobby has a problem with the fact that instead of playing through a bunch of video games, I took a video games as literature class my last semester as a senior in college. <laughs> We had to play through like multiple video games, and he was upset that I instead watched. I didn't like read a synopsis. I watched entire playthroughs of every single one of those video games. I'm not gonna. I look. actually, so I actually <laughs> partook in every. And if if it was one of those games that like The Walking Dead has multiple endings, I made sure to watch all of the different choices and all of the different endings. So I did my research. And Bobby has a problem that I didn't actually play the games. Because you had an opportunity to play some really good games. Like, Bioshock was one of them. Like, like some, some you know, reputable games. And you're just like, I'm just going to watch. I have no problem watching playthroughs. I watch playthroughs all the time. Like, uh, Phase Jev does horror playthroughs, but he does them very rarely. So whenever he does it, it's a big deal. So, like, I I've, I just... I've watched, like, The Last of Us when he did that. Uh... And that's how I got obsessed with Outlast and that whole story because he played that through and I watched him a ton at the time. Like, I, I don't mind watching playthroughs. It's the fact that, like, you had an opportunity to play these really cool games and you're just like, I'm just going to watch this guy play it. But see, the thing is, is that I was being more efficient with my time. Like, me knowing. No, like, I knew. I'm, I know. And I know, like, it, to become a good gamer, you have to game. I didn't have the time nor the money to buy all of these different games. The first game I did buy, which was a really small indie game, it was called, like, What Happened to Edith Finch, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. And I did play that one through. But I, I don't know. I just, but it wasn't I like, watched them all. But you were talking about like, oh, I have to be good at a video game. No, you're, you're, it's not like we're talking about a multiplayer game here. You're talking about like games that you're running through the campaigns in. Like, no, no, no. I meant, I meant being good at it, meaning that I need to get it done in a timely fashion because I had so, I was trying to graduate. Like I, I, easy. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, <laughs> there was like Bioshock. There was like fighter video games that like I wouldn't have survived in. Oh, so I, the, for, all, I wish for one of my classes. Sake. Efficiency. That's the. I love that. That's the excuse she goes with. Whatever efficiency. Or okay, fine. I just wanted to, and I enjoyed them, and I made sure Don't know to watch works. all of the narratives. I respect your decision. That's and I didn't even just watch the cutscenes. I watched ever. I watched playthroughs. But I had I, mean, I watched to. I watched playthroughs that didn't the the no dialogue playthroughs because I didn't want right, commentary yeah. from the person like when I watch Jacksepticeye I like his I like his opinions I like him doing mm. it and then there's one game that I've watched Mark Plyer play a couple times called One Shot that I adore oh, you have to watch shot. One Shot or re or play a One Shot I've seen One Shot yeah but I just. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. How I do we like get sorry, here? I, I feel like I'm sounding like my father because he always talks about, he's like, why do you watch people play video games instead of actually yeah, playing yeah, a video yeah. game? Why, well, why do you watch games? people play sports? <gasps> right. Oh, yeah. No, I have this constantly with him. Like, he, he is such a disbeliever in esports and that whole space, yet I've been involved with it off and on since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, he'll, I'll never be able to convince him, like, that it's a big deal. And I keep telling him, like, dude, do you know how much money exists in that space now? Yeah. Like, it's a billion yeah. dollar industry and growing. We're not even <laughs> that, close to what That's it could because be. people are spending money on video games. Right. So I couldn't do it. I couldn't give them more of my money when they're like thirty dollars a pop. I couldn't do it. Sixty dollars for most. I just I just blew sixty five on the Call of Duty. It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, did you? I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I I I buy two series every year: Call of Duty and NHL every year. That's it. (laughs) That's and then I, I. can't wait to pick up more campaign-based games because the dream is when me and Fanny here actually live together one day. One day is going to be so far away. After uh, the li- after the live show of Mabimbim when you propose right. on stage. 100%. 100%. The dream is like if I play a game on a couch, she can just kind of sit there and watch because I totally yeah. believe she'll do it. Because I enjoy sitting and watching. Now, now, she doesn't like when I play multiplayer games, I've noticed, because I scream a lot. And I get angry a lot. So you know what she no, did? Yeah, I like story based game. Yeah. yeah, but no, but she. Didn't I have like... no shame in this. <laughs> no, no but shame. I've seen is that while I'm competing for the gold, you decide to run away and go sit with my roommate and watch him play video games instead of me. So he would play the story based. He would play the story. <laughs> What's the big cowboy one? Um, uh, Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I I would watch him play Red Dead Redemption and like he'll explain the storyline to me and it was nice and chill and sometimes the wolves or the bandits would try to kill you and we would run away. We Will did all the work. We would run away and it was I I loved that time and I could still hear you screaming the boys, ca- apartment your, away. Boys, get your woman who doesn't cheat on uh you watching video games with another man. Like <laughs> No, I was like, why would I watch him crash his car around to hit a soccer ball or not do it very well when I could watch the story-based game with Will? Y'all hear this lack of support? (laughs) I'm going to drop everything I'm doing currently, all the projects I have going on that are paying me, and I'm just going to be a Rocket League pro. What do you say to that? You go for it, honey. (laughs) I will support us on my librarian salary. What a salary that is. We're rich. We're a rich couple. Okay. I've been waiting and waiting. Can I talk about this last podcast? Oh, yes. Is this is this finally where you're going to get really mad at things? Okay, go. Yes. Okay, I'm not getting mad at things. So, <laughs> I have, there's been a couple podcasts that I really want to get into, but it's one of those that, like, I see so much fan art and I see it so hyped up that I get scared. And one of them, this is actually one that I don't hear that much of. But for some reason was on my radar because I like science fiction. It's called Wolf 359. And it's the only podcast I listen to that is purely like an old school radio drama in the way that it is 100% scripted. Mm. It is a it is a basically an audiobook, mm. but it is fantastic. I love this. Um, basically, it's it used to be. Three crew members um, and an AI who controls the space station, basically orbiting around a dwarf star. 
And since then, it's like shenanigans galore. There's a lot of... The main character gets hurt a lot. Um, and it's just kind of... I really, really enjoy it. And I... it Something that I don't like. <laughs> it doesn't have any good merch. <laughs> it just doesn't. And I'm so upset. I But I will make the merch. Because I actually have a watercolor... It's literally on the water. I sketched it. It's on the watercolor paper with the outline of a little painting I want to do of a really obscure part of the show. Just start just start designing their merch and see if they'll pick it up. They got to pick up eventually, right? Well, I was even on Redbubble. I was like, tell me someone has made cute stickers. And I, I, <laughs> I, I did not see anything that I fell in love with. I've seen some really great. I see a lot of like character designs, which are really, really cool to see. But like, I haven't seen a terrible lot of like merch that I can't live without. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that is my big thing right now. I'm on episode. I don't even know, but it's been, it's been my marathon show. It's been the show that you'll, you'll binge on any given, any given day. If you have a backlog of episodes. Well, and poor Bobby <laughs> has to hear me rant. I'm like, okay, I got to talk about this. <gasps> And he has no idea what's going on. And I just I, I, I try my like, look, I, I don't mind when I love when she's talking about something she enjoys. I love that. It's just that trying to connect and understand <laughs> with what she's talking about. sometimes. Wait, what's the meme where the guy has like the red string everywhere? And he's like, it makes sense. Oh, from um, that's what's always that's an it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference, I think. Right? Yes. Yeah. But then there's also one from um, oh, what's Bud Buzzfeed Unsolved, where it's like I've connected the dots, and the other guy's oh, like, yeah. you haven't connected shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes, please, well, please, please talk about this character, please. I'm just, I'm waiting. A new character was introduced who oh, I read about the con on voice. <laughs> I had read about online and I will preface my family has always made fun of me because I always had a very large vocabulary because I read a lot, but I never knew how to pronounce things because I was reading them all. So I would always read like science fiction novels and like, or like fantasy novels with like the $10 names, you know, Lord of the Rings is king of doing that. And I wouldn't, know how to pronounce the character's name i would just memorize what it looked like mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> there was a character in wolf 359 that i saw and in my head i was like oh this is pronounced this way and then his name when he was introduced was not pronounced the way in my head so therefore it was wrong <laughs> and uh, let's let's <laughs> let's let's back this up really quickly because First of all, this is not how she presented it to me when this first <laughs> happened. I want to I want to make this abundantly clear. <laughs> when she presented this to me, she oh, I have a tangent to go on for this and people are going to hate me. So I think what she, did I, say? I was like, "How do you spell?" or "How do you say?" Right. And I I spelled it and that was great and I pronounced it, but then like she she went on this whole tangent about how it was right how she pronounced it, even though it was completely against what the artist's pronunciation <laughs> was. And she just, she insisted that she was right because that's how she read it. 
and that's how it was supposed to be read. And she was not going to take any other opinions because I tried to sit there and tell her, well, you probably should listen to what the artist says. They develop the character just like you develop your characters and have yes. them have certain names. Yes. But yes. you, you, you were going to die on this hill. Like you would not well, okay. let this go. I, I accept that that's what his name. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> and I think I realized as I was thinking about it and like preparing for this conversation, his name is Jacoby. J-A-C-O-B-I. When I first was reading his name, I was pronouncing it Jacoby, which, which, which how? <laughs> I think it was the J A C immediately made me think of Jacques, like the French name. <laughs> so for some reason in my head, I was like, I thought Jacques, like Jacoby, like I thought that for some reason, I think that's why I automatically assumed it was going to be Jacoby because I saw the J A C. And that in my mind means like Jacques, I guess. I don't know. But don't you need you like for Jacques to come out like it is, don't you, you need the cue? I'm not saying it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just trying to let you know. And by the way, when she asked me how I spelled or how I pronounced it, I said Jacoby. I did not no. say Jacoby. I just I could not believe out of all the names. That you decided to <laughs> to just completely take and run with Jacoby was what you chose. I just, I could not believe. And I know I'm wrong, I, but it's like, it's like. A little louder, please. A little, little, louder, little louder for the microphone, please. A little louder. It, it's like. It's like when you read a book. And you see the character in your head, and then they make the fan or the like the official art for it, or like cast in a movie, and you're like, no. Or, but it's not like that bad because like it's actually his name. Which <laughs> you're gonna hate my comparison. No, um, I'm saying it in a second after you're done. Go you're ahead. Did. It's like the people who say GIF when the creators of the format have called it GIF from the very beginning. You can debate me all day on this, but you're all wrong. You just don't want to admit it. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. They, it's called, it's graphics don't, GIF. Don't, don't make me grab the article. I swear to God, I will grab the article that literally says that the creators meant for it to say GIF, just the Aaron that decided to make it its own and not give the artist any credit for the original name that they decided to get. Because the normal argument for it is, well, it's not the peanut butter. But that's how they designed to call it. That's what they wanted to call it. You people on the internet ruin everything. I oh, swear to God. something. Mm, something else in the show. And I think that might be also why I was determined that it was Jacoby instead of Jacoby. Which, <laughs> as I say it, I know that Jacoby is a stupid name. Yeah. But they print. Okay. The AI, and I didn't realize this at first. The AI is named H-E-R-A. Which is Hera. Like Greek mythology, but they pronounce it Hera, which I always thought was really odd. But at one point, like the AI specialist comes in and like says something about the blah 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 something system, and it was I cannot remember what it's called now, but it was like heuristics or something. So I think Hera was short for whatever system she was, right? And that's why they pronounced it that way. But I remember, I think. 
like in the very first episode, I was like, I was reading synopsis. I'm like, oh, her name is Hera. Okay, whatever. And then they said Hera, and I'm like, am I have I been pronouncing Greek mythology wrong my entire life, or yep. <laughs> you just been wrong all your life? How's that feel? I don't think I have been. <laughs> Let's what? Wait, so what? I, I forget. What is that Greek mythology figure? Like, what is? What are they? She's the. The queen of or the goddess of like marriage, she's Zeus's wife. I that means nothing to me. <laughs> I was no Zeus is, but uh, oh, these pronunciation things do not help me. Hold on, I need to hold on. I want to look up what the pronunciation is. Let's find out. I'm gonna find out right here on the show. Uh, Merriam Webster, do we trust Merriam? We do, Hera. Oh, it could be either way. Because I was just listening to it and it said Hera and or Hera. Either way works. What are you laughing at? What? What? What, Bobby? The face you made. The, fa- the face you made. What was it? I didn't like, see it. When you're... <laughs> What, what face is it? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the, for those who are listening on the audio versions, Bailey <laughs> dropped her microphone off her desk and she made the face of she just dropped Surprise like, Pikachu? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Exactly. <laughs> And I'm dying, but <laughs> you trying to continue. <laughs> well, on that note, thank Sorry. you for coming to the Gremlins Lair. <laughs> Should I do the sign off without you? Go yeah, do it. Just do it. <laughs> thank you guys for coming to the Gremlins Lair. We're glad for you to join us. Stop it, Bobby. Um. <laughs> We are now on... Which uh, one are we missing? I, I, got, on, I got this. I got this. You got this. this. Go, I got, go. I got we're this. on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. It took way too long, but we're on Spotify now. I figured out all the distribution issues. We're also on Google. Apple is dragging their feet. They are... It's submitted. They're just... They Apple takes forever to approve a podcast for whatever reason. So for those who listen to podcasts through iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever the heck is called. I'm not an iPhone user. It's coming. I promise. It's it's literally. I'm literally waiting for the email that says you're approved. So, but if you have us on Spotify or Google, uh, those two services have the audio versions currently. Uh, so you can listen to that, and then of course, whenever you want to watch the video versions, um, they will be available uh, on YouTube for you to watch. So, gotta there take you go. a picture for the gram. For the gram. Yeah. For the gram. We're trying Which to get a little more active on the, the social medias. You can follow us on the Gremlins Lair on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. I don't think we have a Facebook page yet. I got to make that. Nope. You were supposed to be on that. Yeah. it's face. I think Facebook is the least of our worries in terms of social media, to be fair. Yeah. I, I find it more beneficial just to like say something on our personal accounts. Instagram's been fine for us so far, so but well, it'll it'll happen eventually. But I, I don't think anybody is is dying for 
a Facebook page anytime soon. But <laughs> we'll, we'll make one. Content. Right, die for this, this content. content. On Facebook. We create great content. I don't don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't I only announced on on Instagram episode yeah, two. We split like our social media duties because Fana is a lot better at Instagram than I am, and I'm I'm a lot better on Twitter than she is. So I take over the Twitter, um, and take over the Insta, and she just announced episode two. <laughs> Yes. Well, see, the thing is, I announced it on my personal Instagram, well, my Fantasy Finder Instagram, and I announced it on my Fantasy Finder YouTube page. I just didn't happen to announce it on the Gremlins Lair you Instagram. Know. And so it's November 12th. She talked about episode two, which was released 11 days ago today. <laughs> and then we have this episode coming out in three days. So. <laughs> all right. Well, we're good at our jobs. Yeah, we're great. Yeah. Thanks to you all for listening. And. See you all later. Bye. It's still pronounced Jeff. <laughs>